Welcome to the GCB Podcast. This is Dabs. This is Pavoid. And we are back <laughs> after... <laughs> How long's it been? Like two years? Something it's like that. It's been a hiatus. Way too and long. There, there might be another two-year hiatus after this. I'm, pu- I'm pulling up the screen now. So the last one we did was... Oh, that's probably when we were together in Houston, right? Yeah. Was that... that yeah, that little one-minute recording we did on August 4th, 2018. That was the last one. And then the last real one we had was uh, July 7th of 2018 <laughs> with Threm Luis, uh, yourself. I don't I don't think I was on that one. But here we are two, two years later. The GCB podcast is alive and well. No cobwebs. It it's kicking. So we, we had a lot of things going on in that two-year span. We have a lot of things going on right now. We had a successful Halloween costume contest. Biggest should, prize ever. Should, should we start recapping from uh, let's September recap. 2018? All right. do, you, let, do you remember what happened in September? Let, let's keep things like as of current events. Okay. But, I, honestly, I, can't, I couldn't even tell you. I've not been posting lately. If you haven't noticed, Man. I mean, I sort of, but I just, I've I been fell trying off. to straddle my time between posting and, um, discord when I can, I love the discord friends on there. So I try to chat there when I can, it's hard who's, to hang out who's there active as often. On, yeah. Who's, who's active? active on discord? Uh, so lately. primarily you have frog buff audio. Uh, DD's been a little bit more active there. Thrim has actually jumped onto Discord every now and then. Um, Troopa's there. Uh, Goat Pig's always there. Uh, Bacris. So you basically have the GCB office and then Frog and Buff and Audio and then Troopa. I was, um... Ducky's there always, too. I had like a good like month or two stretch where I was participating in Discord, but then I, I fell off. I'm wondering if we should get like a Slack chat. I guess it's pretty much the same thing as Discord. Man, I don't even know what Slack chat is. Slack chat is. I, I, I've I've been participating in one. Oh, place, that's like, right. Yeah. Weeks. That's right. And you uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's almost identical to Discord. I just like the layout a little bit better. So that's my. My lobbying, but I guess the Discord community is already there. So you, are you going to start a riot by making a thread on the GCB, forming up new users to sign up on a Slack chat and disband from Discord? Oh yeah, we can have it. We can have a Slack first Discord civil war. <laughs> that would absolutely be a civil war. <laughs> so we we get a lot of things going on. We got the user awards, the votings up. I think any time. Have you voted? I, I, that's how out of it I've been. I, I didn't even know it was up. I didn't even know it was an option. Who's so running it? East is running it. Oh, man. Props I totally missed it. I'm looking at it now. Or is it all the same awards or any mix ups this year? Any uh, shake ups? All the same awards. It looks like he's trying to keep it drama free. Um, you can do write ins. I think the deadline's coming up, when is it, the 16th? I must feel guilty voting because I haven't been paying attention. 
I don't even know who I'd vote for. Sure you do. I got my old the old standbys, but like let's see. Most pretentious. Who who would that go to? That would be a little bit hilarious or a lot boring if we just audioed out your entire voting process right now. Oh, yeah, let, we're gonna go. we're gonna PM it still east, but let's let's oh, have yeah. this on the podcast and let's audio each one of his votes right now. I I actually like this. I like this a lot. Okay. So I'm doing it. I'm opening the PM to East. And we're going to go through all the uh, full transparency of what my vote is. So if you guys have any issues. So while we do this, while you're pulling up this PM, let me ask you, do you have any drinks in you at the moment? I am about three quarters of the way through a hard cider because we are totally tapped on out on drinks uh my wife is at a dance class right now and actually going to be stopping on the store at the store on the way back uh to restock our drink supplies is that store wawa by any any chance wawa doesn't sell beer are you serious oh pa has some crazy liquor laws (laughs) man like very just very recently like up until you couldn't even buy a six-pack anywhere. Uh, well, maybe at a pizza shop that happened to have a license to sell beer. Um, but, like, PA res- restrictions are wild. Like, it's crazy old Quaker Puritan rules that just, like, never went away. Like, hold over from Prohibition. It's, like, you couldn't even buy wine or beer at the supermarket up until like a year ago or two years ago. Um, for a while, it was just state-run liquor stores where you would ha- you could only buy liquor and wine at a state-operated store. Now you can buy wine at the supermarket, select ones, very limited number of licenses. And uh, beer, you had to go to a beer distributor or maybe, if you're lucky, like a deli or pizza shop. Um and you you couldn't buy anything smaller than like a twenty four pack. It, <laughs> you had to stock up with twenty twenty four packs or thirty packs or a keg or something. Um, like really recently, we're like, hey, now you can get a twelve pack. Uh, like that was some landmark achievement. We have uh, some rules of our own. I mean, gas stations, convenience stores, grocery stores, standard. You're gonna have beer, wine. And then everything that falls in between, you know, your wine coolers or Zimas or whatever you want to, you know, I'm just kind of aging myself there. But Oh, uh, yeah. If you want a bottle of, like, vodka or whiskey, something hard, uh, you can't buy that anywhere other than a, liquor a state store. Right? store. Well, so, well, it's a state store specifically. Nope. Nothing privately operated. We Unless have, you go to Delaware or Jersey. We have privately operated liquor stores, but a big difference that we have here versus like California is uh, our liquor stores are closed on Sunday. So Sunday, not only are the liquor stores closed, you can still buy beer and wine, but it has to be afternoon after 12 o'clock. So uh, if it's yeah, before we- 12 o'clock, you can't buy it at all. There's times where we've been just grocery shopping early and we were 
getting wine to have maybe for dinner that night. And they denied us being able and it's been like a matter of minutes before noon and it's like yeah the machine won't even let us ring this up no choice <laughs> yeah uh we were like that for years actually that actually was another recent change up this way where like you couldn't buy it in, on sundays or before noon um my uncle owned a bar for a while and like he couldn't serve alcohol before i think it was like one o'clock really Maybe just on any day or was that noon, on Sunday? one o'clock um, I, I think Sunday had harsher restrictions, but I think there was some restriction like during the week as well. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but. So do we got the PM opened up? Yes. Ready yeah, I for, got it. For East? What would you call East? Like the, the user awards mandator or like, what would you call that role? Uh, the, the master of ceremonies. Master of ceremonies. That... So MC East? That works. MCs. Yeah. I could go with that. All right. So best all. First one on the list. So like I see this is the thing. I don't know if I have seen angry. Is it angry Troopa or, or pissed off Troopa? It's funny you mentioned that because I completely screwed that one up. Because I did exactly what you just did. I was like, oh, that, there's an all I've seen recently. Like, as in just before I sent my votes in. And mm-hmm. I inserted that vote. And then I went back and looked at a thread that he posted in. And I, I got the name wrong. Because I think I, maybe I put angry Troopa and it's unhappy Troopa. Oh, okay. Oh, yep. It's unhappy Troopa. Speak of it, is that actual happy Troopa? Is that his alt, or is it someone mocking him? No, I think that's... I was a little unclear on that. I would think that's his alt, but I, I, I'm fine with it being a GCB mystery. <laughs> he's he's very negative. He is uh, pretty negative. Yeah, he's going to get my vote, because that's top of mind. All right, best threats. Um, I don't know. Um, who... Are you revealing all your votes here? No. I, I, feel, I feel like it still has to be solar. I still read his his topics and, uh, you know, those real-life stories are hard to compete with. So I changed it up a little bit. I think best threads this time around, I've been really impressed with... Um, wait, did I do that for best threads? Or maybe I did do solar for best threads. I keep hearing best threads and thinking like best dressed. (laughs) (laughs) Guy's got some nice threads on. Yeah. So let's shotgun through these. Okay. Uh, New user. I don't don't even know who's new. Um, I might need to skip that one. I feel like. Skips allowed. Nobody is stuck. Let's let's blow through that stop sign. All right. All right. Uh, worst. I don't know. Probably Foxy. Every time Foxy passes. <laughs> no offense, Foxy. <laughs> but your threats are pretty bland. Although I don't think she's... She hasn't really posted that many, but she gets my vote. Uh, best advice. Man, I don't know. I think I skipped um, to that one. I just didn't know. Skipping, funniest. 
Funniest is always interesting. I think uh, who's really made me laugh a lot lately? I picked Nate this time around. I, I vote for Nate on that a lot. I think he's low-key one of the funniest users and just does not get any credit for it. I'm going I'm to... I'll go Nate again. Uh, coolest. Let's go... Uh, who's pretty cool? I'm going to go with Link for coolest just because... Uh, he seems to find cool things all the time on like his his like graveyard he found and his like fishing trips so he does and that's why i can't remember if i voted for him for best threads because he's been posting some interesting threads yeah um or if i voted for him for most improved as someone who has not been uh posting much like his, his are still catching my eye uh those have been cool. Um, most hot-headed. Man, some of these, some of these feel like they could be trimmed down. I mean, it's got to be. Frog's persona is definitely the most <laughs> hot-headed, right? Yeah, I mean, Rage Frog, right, or whatever it's called. That, yeah, yeah, I agree with That's you on that. Best capper. Who was who was capping? I did participate in Caps Week. Probably Threm, right? Yeah, I think he, I always he keeps the tradition alive. I auto vote Threm on that. I mean, I just yeah. I do a quick check to make sure. Did I see Threm doing? Yep. Oh, that's right. Okay, there you go. Most Maple Mundy has that on lock. Yes, he does. Uh, I I love that some of these are just tailored to specific people. <laughs> Just guaranteed awards. Uh, please don't get banned. I always put Clam on this because I always feel like he rides that line, and I'd love he uh, reading his stuff. Whenever he gets banned, I get bummed out. So far, you and I have very, very, very similar, almost clone votes here. We're aligned. Maybe that's an indicator of who's actually going to win. Uh, nerdiest user. I don't know. We're all pretty nerdy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going solar. For nerdy. So solar, we always used to vote co coolest. Yeah. But, you know, his interests just seem to get nerdy and ner <laughs> nerdier the older we get. I love Solar Vent. We're all nerds. Uh, most Twisted. That's like sort of a panda built-in winner, isn't it? Because of Mr. Twister. He always wins that one, yeah. Yeah. Biggest Spammer. Yeah, no one really spams anymore, right? I think this time I voted Thrim. Because when he was doing the one thread, a day, the one a day, yeah, he was just having to really reach. Yeah, uh, that was the first name that popped in my head, so I'll go with him. Most mysterious. There's the new built-in award. Yep. Uh, most interesting. <clears throat> Man, who interests me? Maybe that's I, the one that I voted 
Link 4. Because he, he kept posting some really interesting threats. That's what it was. Yeah. I always wonder when, when I'm filling these out, like the recency bias too, right? It's supposed to be for the full year. It's like easy to forget. It is. What had happened earlier in the year. I'm going with Todd. Todd is a fascinating individual. Go Whenever pig. I talk to him, he interests me. <laughs> uh, best stories. That, that, is, is that a volunteer to bunk with him next meet? No, that is not a volunteer to bunk with Todd. <laughs> Todd, you laid nice. your head on my pillow, buddy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that, see... Most interesting. That was an interesting that was development. Such an interesting. Everybody come up for drinks. Come up for drinks. And then I, I come back with ice and Todd is his head's on my pillow. <laughs> hey, he made himself comfortable. I guess that's what everyone was supposed to do. We were having a good Man, time. I, I so, so we actually haven't podcasted since Austin, have we? No. That was we and, did like a little video yeah, two we minute did. introduction podcast and that was it. Yeah. This is fun. It, I, I'm trying. It feels like so long ago now, too, which is crazy. So the weather was kind of lame while we were there, but it looked like you guys continued to trip in Texas, in San Antonio a little bit, and it looked like the weather got beautiful. It it was year. really really nice. The I think we did two days in I San mean, Antonio. It was it was gorgeous. But yeah, like after that rainstorm we had in Austin. Uh, it got great the next couple of days after that. How were the beer gardens in San Antonio? It was really cool. So, um, they have you been down there much? I think you said you were up there one down there once. I've been to San Antonio many times, but it was all when I was younger. I haven't been like any. I haven't been probably since my early twenties. So they have this one beer garden area. Um, it, it, it looks new. Like, it must be new within the last, like, two to three years. Um, it was, like, the Pearl Brewery up there, I, I guess. And it's, like, this whole new development area they're doing up there. This big, like, courtyard, beer garden, like, light food fair area. A little bit on the expensive side, I guess. But, so we actually, our hotel tell was down like right by the main river walk area but we walked quite a bit we went to like the alamo just to see it because here in san antonio you might as well and then we walked like a mile north towards to this brewery um and you know had some beers just hung out in the courtyard for a few hours but i didn't realize for Riverwalk, it was way, way up that far north. So we were able to, this is up by like the San Antonio Zoo area, I guess. Um, so we were like at the end, northern end of the Riverwalk, like higher up. They have like locks all throughout the river as well that I didn't realize existed. And uh, we were able to like take the winding walkway back uh, all the way back to our hotel, like via the river walk. And, um, I think we came up maybe once and stopped in like a beer slash coffee shop type place. Uh, but yeah, it, it was awesome. We really, really had a good time. Totally different vibe. than that, Austin. 
that setup I was going to say sounds ideal. You know what sucks is in Austin, the day everybody was leaving, because you guys had already left, and, well, the group of us, we all went for breakfast, and then after Dabs and Mrs. Dabs left, uh, we went to a couple of places in Austin that were more like what I thought we would be seeing while we were there. And what we side. saw was the opposite. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. That, that's the part of Austin I thought we were going to be seeing and hanging out in. And we totally didn't. And that feel is what I know Austin to be. And that's what I'm used to with Austin. So what we saw was kind of just dirty, fast paced and fun, but, <clears throat> but different than the Austin that I know and love. And it was still, it was still a lot of fun. We went, bar to bar we weren't having to drive around much and we had a lot of fun yeah but i want to say you were talking about a kind of upper nicer more expensive type place you went to in san antonio you guys had already been at bars for one day and then started the day that we arrived when we arrived everybody from the meet was inside of this i want to call it like a metal punk rock-esque bar and it was like we were the only ones in there like the gcb owned that bar <laughs> we're in there and there's just it was iconic there's these iconic pictures everywhere it was you agree there was like really yeah, punk rock-esque right was, ne- right next to the barbecue place right or right. down the street from it yeah, yeah that was, was down the street really cool it. that place yeah i liked that a lot they and they made they poured good drinks yeah it was a, a yeah. We we were the only ones in there. It was pouring outside, right? It was pouring um, outside. We yeah. drive up, and I'm trying to find the bar you guys are at. I see Dabs outside with a drink, messing with. I don't know if you're messing with your phone or looking for us or whatever. Yeah, I, I was talking to a uh, to the bartender or like barback guy. That's that right. There. That's right. Yeah, That's yeah. What it was. But that place yeah. was actually pretty pretty cool like we had it to ourselves the staff was awesome and it was just like i said it was iconic yeah i liked that place a lot the thing i couldn't get over about austin was just how different each section of the city was right because that that was like the eastern side of the city i guess right where that was but then like the western side was like more of like trendier broish bars i guess and then, like, the southern side, like you were saying, is, like, more, like, old-timey Austin. And then, like, we briefly went up to, like, to the northern side, like, closer to, like, the college area. Like, it, I feel like just every... <laughs> it, it was, like, in different quadrants, and, like, every part of the city was just so different and different. had such a different vibe to it. It was pretty cool. Um, and then, like, San Antonio, only, like, an hour south is like again like just could so not different. be more different yeah uh it, that was like a really fun trip just get like a bunch of different stuff going on yeah oh hold on my wife's going <laughs> i gotta take this that's fine all right i'm gonna go on mute really fast that's cool i'll just talk and i want to say today is buff's birthday so happy birthday buff Hope you have a great birthday there in Cali. Um, we've got, let me confirm the deadline for votes on this. Um, oh, 
congratulations, Monday. Maple has a 10-year anniversary as of Monday, it looks like, with his account. So that's a lot of uh, time and love from Monday. And uh, to honor his anniversary, they, they fixed Sonic officially for the Sonic movie. And then Dabs made a thread of it because he loves Maple so much and wanted to show him that Sonic has been fixed. And, okay, I want to take this bait. What is Thorsten's mod, mods thread about? Let's see. Oh, he just wants to know who the current mods are. <laughs> That's it. That's all this is about. That's awesome. Love Thorsten. Uh, what about Thorsten? So I was, yeah. I was kind of perusing the front page of the boards while you were on that call, and I was I saw a thread. I said, "Happy birthday to Buff." I congratulated Mundy on his ten-year account anniversary, and I I mentioned how you love Maple so much that you had to create a thread about Sonic being fixed because they fixed Sonic. And they purposely waited for it to be Monday's anniversary to release the fixed Sonic. Because, I mean, that's probably like the best gift they could give him, right? Uh, I mean, for Monday? For Monday. It seems like the perfect gift. Yeah, we well, obviously we haven't talked about Sonic. What, what are your thoughts on this anyway? Like, your initial reaction to that trailer and then like the, the redesign look. I mean, of course, the redesign's better. The initial reaction was like, turn away. <laughs> turn away. It was just sort of like disturbing looking, right? It's not even that I cared. It was it didn't look exactly like Sonic. He just like looked a little too human. It was awkward. It was awkward. Because yeah. it wasn't even that you looked at it and thought, this is a bad movie. Of course you thought it was a bad movie. But you looked at it and you saw that version of Sonic and you just kind of like, if you have kids, you just kind of want to like shield them and pull them away <laughs> i'm trying to i wonder if like my daughter knows sonic she might she like really knows mario and is really into mario um but i don't know if she knows sonic you said she even found like the old uh, super mario brothers tv show or cartoons or whatever yeah yeah she actually really was into like that horrible 80s mario cartoon you know it starts out live action and then it goes to a right. cartoon yeah right. uh she was like found that on netflix and like she plays um mario run on the ipad and uh and, and like she just loves mario for some reason i don't know what it is like she, sometimes on youtube she'll like request to watch people play super mario um odyssey like you know how people just film right. themselves playing like, walking through the entire game not even any commentary or anything just like video of the gameplay she like sits there and watches it it's so she's kind of living in the gcb spirit because i know on the gcb they're big into watching speed runs yeah a little bit right they uh is it during the summer i think i know super greg 64 awesome, awesome games done quick right Something like that, yeah. That one, yeah. Mundy gets big into those too. And um, what's his? 
Uh, Jay Minges, I think he posted on him about those recently as well. Monday, I think, did some type of a fundraiser, speedrun fundraiser thing recently. But something I really want to discuss, and I know you want to discuss it too. Yeah. This week, we had Disney Plus active. I, I, I was going to segue to that, actually, talking about the 80s like Mario cartoon. That's that's exactly what I wanted to do. Right? So all those early 80s, late or early late 80s early 90s disney cartoons right so we got disney plus day 1 it was my daughter was home sick that day and um it was like perfect timing cuz disney plus came out and she was i had to still be working so like the bad parent i am i just plopped her in front of the tv for a lot of the day <laughs> um but yeah I, I was like trying to push like i was like hey how about a chippendale rescue rangers or tailspin or goof troop and she had like no no interest in any of those old shows she's like ah, i'll just uh i'll stick with the new stuff old man <laughs> but uh I, I got her to watch a, a little bit of chippendale and uh a little bit of ducktales like the or- original ducktales and like she sort of liked that but like i don't know what it is like i it, like, she'll be really into, like, some stuff that's just, like, new. I guess it just looks more polished, and it's more appealing than the, the 80s stuff or 90s stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I sort of want to – I'm, I'm going to keep lobbying to rewatch that older stuff. What you need to do is just play it in the background and let her stumble about, upon it on her own. Well, yeah. Well, that, that's ultimately what ended up happening, right? Because like the TV only holds her attention for so long, and then she starts playing anyway, um, with the show in the background, and like occasionally looks up, and then just goes <laughs> goes back to playing with actual toys. Um, I don't know. I, I I would much rather watch that stuff than some of the the newer um, Disney kid shows, though. So this Monday. Aside from uh, office-related fantasy football shenanigans, there was the big topic of talk. The water cooler talk was Disney+. Plus. Everybody was excited about getting Disney Plus the next day because it went live on Tuesday. My office, I don't have completely to myself. I share my office and my coworker. She's, I think, like 23 so here mm-hmm. I am, last month, October, I just turned 41. So my love for Disney Plus and the reasons I'm wanting Disney Plus and the reasons she's wanting Disney Plus, if you could do a graph and just see where the curves meet, you know what I mean? <laughs> one of those Venn diagrams? <laughs> the, one of those Venn diagrams, right? Yeah. Um, that's what I meant to say. So she's there for... Some of the uh, some of the cartoons will overlap between the two of us, but she's you know she's there for like the Lizzie McGuire stuff like that, which mm-hmm. I know what it is, but that's not what I grew up with. Like wow, you that, were talking about 23 is young to be into Lizzie McGuire though. Twenty like Lizzie McGuire is my my age, right? But it, well, okay, I guess you grew up with Lizzie McGuire then. Like oh, oh, oh I, I had the biggest crush on Lizzie McGuire. Oh, like did Lizzie you? McGuire was. At her peak when I was in, like, eighth grade. Uh, yeah. So, 
I, I think we're of the same age, me and Hillary Duff. Maybe. Maybe so. Well, she, yeah. she told me that Disney Plus is making a new one. Is it like a reboot with her? No, it's supposed to be, I guess, a continuation of her now. Maybe kind of like what they did with Boy Meets World, with um, Girl Meets World. Well, do you hear for making like a Mighty Duck show too? Is no, that going to be a continuation with like Emilio Estevez? Emilio! He's not working, right? I'm sure he's available. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know. I don't think he's uh, been coaching any ducks lately, so he's definitely available. <laughs> I, I, I was just telling my wife the other night, I was like, you know, like Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen are brothers, right? She was like floored. She did not realize. She's like, well, his last name is Sheen and his last name is Estevez. Uh, and then like I had the piece together. It's like, yeah, Martin Sheen is for dad and she's like wait M- martin sheen what are you talking about <laughs> they're all related i i think they all look I- identical to each other almost they all look alike emilio had dark hair light eyes or sorry light hair light eyes and charlie had dark hair dark eyes but other than that i mean they pretty much look alike yeah they both take after their dad but how crazy uh, is that Charlie sheen has aids and like Nobody cares. Does he really? Yeah. Like I, I didn't even know that. Or, or HIV, but yeah, but like that's how small of a deal that is now. Isn't that crazy? Because uh, if you think back to whenever Magic Johnson, yeah, like that's the biggest story ever, and now like Charlie Sheen has it, who's like a superstar, but like that, eh, you know, we pretty uh, much I mean, got a cure, right? He, it's, he's it's a, under- a su- right he's a superstar but is he a superstar because of his work or is he a superstar because he kind of goes off the handle and does really just out there things both right it's got to be both i mean major league was huge he know he knows how to play two the game half, two and a half men was a huge show it was like the yeah two and a half men two and a half men was a huge show but he was all look how much stuff in the background would wind up on the front page of yahoo or whatever that was going on with between him and whatever co-star, right? Yeah. I didn't even well, watch the show. I know it was a huge success. I didn't even watch the show. Did you follow it? Two and a half men. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've seen a lot of like for reruns. I, my wife was really into it. Like she, she would watch that with her dad all the time. On Cause his it, own. it was like the number one show in America, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. And then they tried to keep it going after he left. With, uh, with, what's, with, um, 70s show boy. Punked. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's great. Yeah, I guess, like, his meltdown kept him more relevant and maybe took him to the next level in terms of, like, pop culture, right? It absolutely kept that whole winning and tiger blood. But, like, think about, like, his, like, I'm pulling up his IMDb now, right? Let's see. Red Dawn. Classic movie. Classic. Classic. Yeah, he had that little little part in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but I I don't know if you want to count that. Uh, Young Guns. Eight Men Out. Major League. 
Wait a second. Charlie Sheen was in Young Guns? Emilio Estevez was in Young Guns. Charlie Sheen was too? Richard Dick Brewer, yeah. He's he's on the poster. Charlie Sheen? So both brothers was in Young Guns? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Men at Work. Hot Shots. Hot Shots Part 2. <laughs> Solid credits on here. I, I forget about all this. But what kept him relevant is um, piecing together his character off the screen. I mean, like yeah. I said, he knew how to play the media. He knew how to play just... And that's not taking away from him. What I'm saying is he was a success off the screen as much as he was on the screen as far as staying relevant staying in the news staying something to talk about at the water cooler yeah oh yeah for sure it it's crazy i i didn't realize so like obviously his character on two and a half men was just charlie but like his character on spin city was charlie too so it's like of course everyone knows I, I like you wonder if he lobbied be like hey i want my character to be named charlie so everyone knows who i actually am instead of being known as this char- character. Then he had that show after Two and a Half Men, and his name was Charlie there, too. <laughs> so do, do you think he requested that, or do you think it was I, that he would forget that he was whoever he was playing? So, like, if they said Ted, he just wouldn't respond and wouldn't say his lines? So, like, okay, we're going to have to change the character's name to Charlie. <laughs> oh, Maybe. Well, Norm MacDonald talks about that happening to him all the time. He's like, ah, we just named all the characters Norm because if they called me Mitch, I wouldn't respond. Dude, I love Norm MacDonald. Oh, he's hilarious. Dirty Works. He's, oh. Dirt, Dirty Works, one of my favorite movies, man. I'm trying so to remember, fun. what was the story behind him getting let go by SNL? Oh, um... Uh... Like the president of NBC was buddies with OJ Simpson and he kept making OJ Simpson jokes on weekend update. That's because he would do whatever he wanted on the weekend update. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I loved him so for it. He would just like make, it's like, ah, oh, OJ's uh, excited that the trial's over and he can get back to doing what he loves. Murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> and just, I, I guess we told him, it's like, Hey, uh, stop telling oj simpson jokes and he's like i'm gonna keep telling oj simpson jokes dude what's so crazy right now is there's the the two people that are going to listen to this podcast there's a 50 50 chance that they might not remember anything or know what the oj simpson case is oh i'm sure right because we've got got some younger people on the like i'm thinking like bacris um I mean, Pat, I, I, honestly, I'm on the young end of the spectrum for even remembering the O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah, I guess you are. You know what it is, though. You're just... Oh, yeah. I, well, I remember my parents being, like, super dialed into it. And I remember, like, a lot of the pop culture trickle over around it. Like, I had pogs about the O.J. Simpson trial. You remember pogs? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I remember there was an O.J. slammer that my cousin had. And, like, on one side of the slammer is this picture that said guilty, and then the other side, the slammer said innocent or not guilty. Uh, so, like, 
there, there was like <laughs> it, we'd go down to like the little shop and buy pogs and like the, it's all OJ themed themed uh, pog merchandise. So like that's like my real memory and like sitting in my cousin's living room with just the trial in the background on TV while we were like playing or doing whatever. That that's really my context of it. And then like obviously I know the stories now, but that just I'm just trying to imagine Pogs. Sorry, I'm trying not to laugh here. Pogs related to the OJ Simpson case. So if you can't find images of those. Oh, 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 I found it. I found the exact one he had. <laughs> just just search, uh, type into Google right now, OJ Simpson Pog, It's the, and go to images. It's the very first one. It's it's a color picture of him on one side smiling that says not guilty, and then like a mugshot, the mugshot of him, and it says guilty underneath. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm talking about. Like this, this is the Pog. Oh wow! Yeah, you're right. And, and then, like this, I, I even the one next to it, the one with like him holding the prison bars. I remember that too, like that slammer. So now we know that if your cousin <laughs> still has these, he can make a cool twenty six, possibly forty three dollars on eBay. Is that what it's going for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey man, that might get you um that might get you a twenty four pack in PA. Yeah, you're right. But uh that's a good that's that's a good investment when you consider what, that probably cost a dollar. <laughs> so as far as original content, going back to Disney Plus, as far as original content, what we have to go off of from day one, we have the Mandalorian, which is probably what everyone's most excited for. We've got the Jeff Goldblum uh the world according to Jeff Goldblum, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. We've got the Kristen Bell Encore show. I want to watch that one. Okay, and that in the premise behind that, go ahead. I I don't know. I just like Kristen Bell. So, Kristen Bell, <laughs> it, the, it's her high school friends, right? Well, so what I think, basically, she connects with former high school musical people. So basically. <laughs> people that were in a musical together in their high school and then they go and do the musical over again now that they've been out of high school for however long so i like that concept that sounds pretty entertaining it's either going to be really entertaining or it's just going to be a complete wash but yeah i I want to i want to check it out definitely give it a shot see i watched the jeff goldblum thing last night but the mandalorian Spoiler yeah. alert, spoiler alert. Are we going to spoil or are we just going to say you liked watched or disliked? It? Oh, yeah, man. Oh, oh let's spoil it then. <laughs> are we, so, okay. Spoiler Realistically, alert. anyone on the GCB that was going to watch it has already seen it, right? Except for Super Greg 64 who said he will get a oh, subscription. He's waiting. he's waiting for the whole season. But he got his brother-in-law's subscription, he said. Oh, did he say that? But is is he waiting to watch it? So no. he can binge it. Then maybe he's, saw, maybe he's not. Maybe I didn't follow that thread close enough. Well, I guess. Greg, Greg, if you're listening, just shut it off if if you don't want to hear spoilers. Um, me and my buddy were actually just talking about. We get the vibe like the way Disney's releasing these shows just once a week. 
I bet you all streaming services start doing that in the future. Because if you think about the way you can binge a Netflix show in like a week and then just cancel your subscription immediately after, if you do the slow release, you need to keep the subscription if you want to be up to date with the show. I, I, I think I think it's maybe a smart business decision, but um, I sort of like the idea of just not ingesting a ton of stuff. Like I've, I have questions to ask as to what's going to happen next. I'm really looking forward to the next episode coming out now. Like, and I, you know, it's like a controlled slow release and I don't mind it that much because it gives me something to look forward to. It gives me something to think about. And, um, I don't watch like seven hours of content all at once and then be like, Oh, now I need to wait a full year for it to come back. So you know what this makes me think of? This makes me think of Dee Dee's thread, Do You Practice Mindful Eating? Do you practice mindful viewing? Like, do you savor and enjoy the episode? Or do you just binge it all at once and then it all just kind of like mixes in? Like you took your Thanksgiving meal and just put it all together in a bowl? I I try to. I I actually talked about this with like GoPig before in like the Marvel thread. Yeah. Like with... The Netflix shows, the Marvel Netflix shows, I think a lot of people burned out on them because they're very sort of bloated shows. But, like, I spread them out. And I noticed when I spread them out versus watching them all back-to-back, I enjoyed it a lot more. Like, watching one or two episodes at a time, maybe a day or two break in between instead of just watching everything in one day, I found them more enjoyable. It's nice to have access to everything like you do on netflix but the anticipation that you get when you have to wait each week is more rewarding than having everything all at once i agree and i think that's something because at this point we know that we enjoyed the first episode of the mandalorian but we really don't know how consistent things are going to be if what we saw is going to be what we expect to see continuous or if we're going to see something that like, as of right now we have no sign of Jedi. I say no sign of Jedi, but spoiler alert. We've already said if we're real here, finding this 50 year old baby Yoda right away tells me we're going to see something to do with the force at some point here. Yeah, I think I think that's a safe bet, right? But or or it could be like you know throwing people off because right people associate Yoda with the Force and the Jedi, but I mean eh, it could just be a normal baby, <laughs> you know. Either way, maybe, maybe if, it's misdirection. If they keep it like right now, something that one of my coworkers said to me, he said they forgot. He said, since LucasArts took over, I think that's what he said. He said, you know, they kind of forgot that Star Wars is for adults, too. And they, and they started gearing towards kids. At least that's the way he felt. And I was like, mm, I, I don't know. You know, I, I see where you're coming from, but I, I don't really agree with that. Cause I think Ro- Star Wars was always for kids. Uh, no, man. I really felt like it hit both. I don't know. Because... Really, the early Star Wars you felt was for kids? 
Yeah. I, well, I mean, I think a lot of adults liked it because they grew up with it. Right. And, like, for, for some adult themes within there. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know, wacky creatures and space wizards. <laughs> right? Right, it's yeah. Not, but it's not the most mature of uh, content. Uh, you know, but just thinking of any type of interactions with Han Solo alone, I don't think of it as... I don't think no, that entertains kids. I don't think kids are going to be into that. I think that's going for the adults. Maybe, maybe. So, that being said, The Mandalorian, I feel, is Star Wars for adults. Yes, I think so. I mean, it's definitely more adult than the other content they've put out, I think. Um, I, honestly, I'm excited because I know... You, we talked about this like a long, long time ago. Oh, that sounded like a pun. It wasn't meant to be. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like, I, like I've been saying, I want to see a story that's just explores more of the universe and maybe doesn't revolve around the Jedi or just the Skywalkers. This was on one of the podcasts. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, go back and listen to episode 27 guys. Um, <laughs> but uh like this this is what i've been wanting for like a very long time it's like there's so much stuff to explore in star wars and we keep going back to the skywalker saga but like not everything needs to be touching each other you know like, what this is dabs this is this is taking something that's as big and as as saturated as as the realm of star wars can be and saying look we have nuances let's let's yeah. show you let's show you right now we have nuances instead of going for the obvious and saying hey you know these buttons you've seen pressed over and over look we can press them again what do you think mm -hmm. but no sorry continue i agree i agree with you i remember when you said that i remember thinking i would love to have the same thing and I hope that's what they continue with. Like, if they do include something to do with the Force at all, I hope it's very minimal. Um, yeah. Well, and we're going to have that Obi-Wan show, right? That's been confirmed with Ewan McGregor's coming back to be Obi-Wan. And, like, that'll fill that void. So this show can just sure. occupy another space. I hope it does. And that's going to be in a different timeline. So we won't be oh, seeing will any it? type of... It will be in a different timeline, yeah. Cause, how, how do you figure? The Obi-Wan show? Yeah, because you said Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan, right? Oh, 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 a different point in time. Okay. Uh, not like an alternate universe. Not an but, alternate. But, no, no, different point in time. Because this is going oh, yeah. to be pre-New Hope. Yes, 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 yes. So, and right now, Mandalorian is post-Return post of the Jedi. Post-Return of the Jedi. But pre-Force Awakens, right? Or is it the same time? Seven. Is it the no, same it, it's before for Force Awakens. I, I get the vibe it's like immediately after the collapse of the Empire, right? Yeah. I sort of love seeing like the straggly looking stormtroopers like <laughs> clearly <laughs> are not welcome anywhere and just sort of camping out remnants of the Empire. The, I, I, I love that. So the actor that played the role that was giving him the big... What is, is it um 
Warner, is it Warning? Uh, yeah, Hot, Warner uh, Herzog or Warner Herzog. Yeah, so or whatever his name is. Yeah. So the Empire guy. The Empire guy. So his just his little bit there. He did that so well, and he just had the perfect level of kind of creepy to it. You know, all of them. Uh, uh, even like uh, Apollo Creed as like the the lead bounty hunter guy. I'm just gonna call him Apollo Creed. I, I forget his name. Carl Weathers. Is Carl that Weathers. It? Yeah. That's Apollo Creed, right? Am I going crazy? No, it's Apollo Creed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I I just loved like all the little parts. I, I I'm looking forward to seeing like all of these characters a little bit more, and I really liked. Like the Mandalorian himself, too. Like, yeah. For, even though he had the helmet on the whole time, like you get that little sense of personality coming through there. Like, just like a, oh, I can't believe I'm dealing with this sort of thing. Like, when he was getting attacked by the uh, those monster cow things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah. they were. Um, and and it sort of surprised me, like. Um, it, it almost it's definitely gonna be like a very character driven show instead of like action driven mm-hmm. I sort of got that sense which I'm happy about because like you hear like bounty hunter show Mandalorian show you think it's just gonna be like cool action all the time but like um it, it, it definitely seems like it's gonna be like about this guy's story which is great for a TV format because they have like a lot of episodes to explore it over. You know, he gets some real character arc. Fleshing out more on, on that, Nate made a comment in a thread. This was something that I picked up and noticed as well. Nate made a comment in the thread that, was it Nate or, I think it was Nate, or he commented on that comment, uh, talking about moments in the show matching some of their favorite, favorite moments in the force awakens where they're showing basically the process of that character versus just action moments or dialogue moments showing them walking from this place to this place, just their process, their living process. Same thing. Like when we saw Ray in the force awakens, they show her in the desert. They show her making a living. They show, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no dialogue. You're just studying her at that moment. You just get an idea of, who she is and how she does things. Just how cool was it watching her eat whenever she, that stuff that she poured. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, just, just getting to, it's like you're getting to get a peek into the universe in a different way, in a different scope than we're normally used to. And I really like when they include something like that. So I agree with Nate. Really, really cool. If they keep continue riding that way and, filming that way where it doesn't own the show but they give you something like that instead of everything having to be uh action or i don't know if they're going to wind up throwing in solo type uh one-line jokes in there as well which were great for solo but i don't know who would pull that off in a show like this obviously not the mandalorian yeah i i mean i'm i'm okay with humor i i actually heard bill burr's gonna have a small part in it um oh yeah and I, I think I read so like the blue first original bounty that was Horatio Sands yeah 
and they had uh, what's his name driving the speeder for him. So like, <laughs> I, I think they'll sprinkle in. That was a, a pleasant little... surprise, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think they'll have a, a little bit of humor here and there, but maybe a more serious tone overall. And I don't mind um, it having humor. I think that. So I think um, I have spoken was Nick Nolte. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone tweet out. It's like, look, they didn't even need to use makeup or CGI on Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I liked that too. Like just having like the uh, the aliens, um, like actually like be a part of the unit. Like you know, you can tell they didn't cheap out on anything production wise. What'd you think of? the score uh oh i I mean i i liked it it fit it was star wars right like nothing about it felt low budget right what what was so cool about exactly so what was so cool about the score was it wasn't star wars that we had already heard but it was star wars and it was was like a it was like it wasn't that it was catchy it was it was that it was (laughs) distinct it was distinct yeah. and it didn't sound like something that you had already heard in another show. Totally agree. I, and that's good, right? You need like those themes yeah, just the, the visuals of it all looked great. I, I, I like his ship. I, I don't know if that's not matte painting for the most part or whatever, like the old school ways, but like just the entire, the sets and everything looked great. Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty much all I know on this show at all time. When I, I feel like it's reinvigorated me in terms of Star Wars. Like I've liked all the new movies, except Solo. I didn't think it was great. Rogue One I could have done without, aside from that last scene. Um, Are you kidding me? Really, Rogue like, One you could have done I, without? I like Rogue One. I just don't think it took us anywhere we haven't been before. But it was just um, a cool story to see. It was, a, it was a cool little story. I just don't love it, right? Right. So, I, I mean, I, I'm more excited about this than anything else I've seen since, uh, like, Disney, since, like, probably Revenge of a Sith, right? Like, that, I, I feel like that was the last movie, like, I was excited to see where this was all going, like, the, like I'm not that hyped up for episode nine. I don't. I've liked all the movies, like seven and eight, and like the, the other two Star Wars stories in between. But I, I'm not. I wasn't energized by them. I'm more energized for it after watching The Mandalorian. And I honestly, I, I never got through all the Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels. I've seen some of it. And then there's like that other animated show. I might end up watching them now since I have it on Disney Plus yeah, anyway. You have it there like, and you're not having this, to catch it at, at whatever time it's airing. You can just watch it at well. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this might motivate me to pick up those too and just pick up the rest of the canon in terms of the universe. I've, I've seen all the primary movies. so I've heard uh, they were good. So, yeah, I'd like to see it. I, I, I've seen like a good amount of Clone Wars and it, it is really well done. So, a few of the episodes are more geared towards kids. Um, but like, I think the later seasons, um, you know, there's, there's some good content in there. The Rebels was, I, I saw, I think the first season of that and it was pretty good. I'm going to 
take off. I'm going to change. I'm going to flip-flop on a vote I did for a thread earlier in the year. We were, at the time, I think, really close to season eight of Game of Thrones. It was earlier in the year, and I had made a thread saying, which are you most hyped up for, Endgame, season eight of Game of Thrones, or Star Wars episode nine? And I think what I had voted was, I think it was Endgame, Game of Thrones, and then episode nine last. Um, After seeing Endgame and Game of Thrones already, which you don't follow Game of Thrones at all. You never did, right? Nah, nah. So, never got into it. So that, for you, it was really just between the two. I'm actually excited. I'm very excited to see episode nine. I already have my tickets purchased. I think I'm going to wind up looking back after seeing all three and being happiest with episode nine. I think. Ah. Uh, I, 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 I hope it's satisfying because I, I feel like they're finally going to put the Skywalker saga to the side after this and yeah. then start to explore these other areas. I, I, I hope it's satisfying. I actually really liked episode eight. Um, so it, it, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to like it. I, I've just been more enamored with Marvel lately. I'm really excited for the Marvel Disney plus shows. Um, but I, I like I said, I, the Mandalorian might win me back over to the Star Wars camp. Mandalorian, that's something I'm going to stay enthusiastic about from, lo- what, from loved, what we've seen from the first episode. Yeah, I, I loved like the underground Mandalorian base or whatever that was. Yeah, that was really cool too, with like the armory and making the. Uh, little shoulder pad yeah so Uh, it looks like maybe he's going to be earning that precious metal and getting piece by piece getting his full set of armor is that what it looks like yeah i mean i guess so so i guess that's the idea right but you mentioned the marvel shows the mar so when i say the marvel shows the marvel shows specific to this subscription specific to disney plus i know exactly the show that i'm the most excited about which one are you I, most excited I, I th- about? I think we might be aligned. I, I th- are you WandaVision? Hell yeah. WandaVision. I am so all in on WandaVision. I cannot wait for that. So you read I mean, up on how they're doing that, right? It, it's going to be like part 50s sitcom TV show, right? And then part like, like trippy Doctor Strangey comics. Yes. Right? And yeah. I, I, like... I've never seen anything like this. I don't think you've... There's nothing we can compare this to at the moment. And taking characters that we've already seen in these Avenger films that we've already seen in the capacity that they're in and then somewhat reinventing them in this show, I would think, from how they're saying it's going to be portrayed, I'm going to see how they're going to pull this off. But even if they hadn't been in the Avenger films already and we were just seeing this from scratch, I'd be so interested because... It's not like anything I've seen before, and it has my attention. I yeah, I can't wait for it. I think Wanda's a really interesting character herself. Not and, to uh, mention, I'm not gonna lie, I think she's hot. 
<laughs> the Olsen triplet. Yeah, she's 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 the good looking one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Am I the yeah, only one? I, I guess I'm the only one that thinks she's good looking. No, she's good looking. Of course, she's good looking. She probably wouldn't be working if she wasn't. <laughs> you know that Russian accent she did in uh, <laughs> Age of Ultron that disappeared. Yeah, it completely uh, disappeared. Well, but but I love that these shows are actually gonna like have ramifications in the Marvel universe too, because they said it's gonna tie directly into the new Doctor Strange movie which I think is probably my most anticipated Marvel movie, too. Yeah. So if WandaVision goes right into Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange, I mean, that, I feel like that's going to be awesome. And now they're saying the Loki show is going to tie into that one as well, which makes a lot of sense. If you're talking about multiverses, and that's going to take place after Shit, I Loki forgot. escaped. I forgot Loki was getting his own show. Yeah. So, I, I mean, just... I'm really excited. And honestly, Falcon and the Winter Soldier looks like it's going to be awesome. Because I, I love both of those characters. And mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of cool stuff for them to explore there with like the legacy of Captain America. I, I'm just. What if I, has I, potential I'm to really be badass? Excited. Yeah. I, so, like, the, the only thing with What If is I just have more trouble getting into animated shows. Like I was saying, like I never really got all the way through Clone Wars or Rebels or didn't even start that other um, Resistance show. And I'll probably watch What If just because I'm so plugged into the Marvel universe at this point. But like knowing it doesn't have implications on the reality of the Marvel universe and with it being a cartoon, I might uh, fall behind on that one a little bit. So we're just over an hour now. We need to sign off. But before we do that, with you talked about the Russian accent that came and went. Now that Disney has basically, we can say they have ownership of the X-Men now. Yes, they do. So now that they do, because that's the reason they couldn't have that story with the twins go as it should have been before, because they're Magneto's children in the comics. They're Magneto's children. Yeah. So do you think that they're going to fix that shitty storyline and, and, and just pretend like it never happened? Or do you think they're going to run with still, okay, I mean, because they offed what could have been a really cool character with Quicksilver. Yeah. I. Th- well, here's the thing. I wonder if they'll bring Quicksilver back in the TV show, right? Because we're bringing Vision back. He's dead. Yeah. Quicksilver's dead. It, like, if, if this is like a universe living in Wanda's mind and she's conjuring up things, like, why not bring Quicksilver back in the yeah. TV show? Um, if they end up being mutants, I don't know. Maybe they yada yada their way through that and saying the experiment woke up the X gene. But I don't know how you could tie them to Magneto at this point. Because you've got to figure, by the time they introduce the X-Men and Magneto, like, the ages aren't going to line up right. Mm, and, I like, you're, right, you're yeah. going to have a question of, like, where were these X-Men the whole time? I don't know. I trust them on figuring out a way that makes sense. I don't yeah. know if it... 
I don't know how much it matters, though, right? As long as the character's true to it, and uh, yeah, does, does it doesn't matter if if Wanda's a mutant or not. I I, mm, I really hated that part of the story where they said that they were a result of an experiment and just. Sure. I, I just so much wanted to hear just... They didn't have to include the X-Men. I just wanted to hear them say his name, maybe. They didn't have to say Magneto. They could have just said... Uh, what, what's his name? Maximov or... Mac, uh, yeah, yeah. So if they had just said his name, Eric... that Just that name drop would have made everything for me. We found these kids, these powers, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the name drop of the dead... But they didn't have the rights, they couldn't do it, and they had to come up with this storyline that I think was a waste. It introduced Scarlet Witch, which was great, but um, I think the Quicksilver that they had in the X-Men movies was far better than the one they had in that one film. I don't know if you saw those X-Men films at all. Uh, I saw the first one with them. I have not seen any of them since. Um... The kid that played... um. Quicksilver, he's from those... Isn't he the kid from the Kick-ass, American... Right? Or no. Wait, that was Memorable Quicksilver. Um, I, I, I know who he is, yeah. They said yeah. he was really overpowered, right? Um, He had, well, I guess. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they were... I mean, they made it fun. Yeah, yeah. They made it fun. But anyway, I think it's time to wrap it up. Problem. Yeah, I gotta get going. Some kid just dropped something upstairs. <laughs> I should probably check to make sure it wasn't them falling out of the bed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this was fun. I'm glad. Recording we got to record. this was a pleasant surprise. Yes, so. this was very last minute for anyone listening to this. But uh, hopefully, we can find a little bit more time to to slap a few of these together. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so for the GCB podcast, this is Dabs. This is Pavoid. And we will see you on the boards.